0: Count us down. Three, two, one. Hello everyone. And thank you for joining us today for this continuing education piece presented by the COSIDA Advocacy Committee. This will be part of your Teachable Tuesday. So just thank you for spending a little time with us. Joining us today, we have Akila Laster, Assistant Commissioner for Communications with the Sunbelt Conference. We also have Shane Herman, Associate Sports Information Director and North Alabama. And Mike Williams, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications at Illinois State. Thank you everyone for being here today.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: <laughs> we appreciate it, just a little time. Um, we just wanna let everybody know before we get started that our main focus today is really just to encourage our membership. We know it's been a very interesting year that none of us have ever been through before. Times have been tough. Um, we always talk about those crossover seasons being some of the t- most difficult times. Well. Ever since January, it's been crossover seasons for most of us, so we're just trying to all finish the year out strong. Um, We also just wanna make sure that you're taking time to think about yourself, your physical health, and your mental health, and not see these things as selfish. So we have a couple topics we'd like to talk to you about today. just, as I mentioned, try to encourage and let you spend a little time thinking about yourself. So our first topic is gonna be presented by Mike. Williams, and it's going to be about finishing the year out strong. Mike, take it away.
2: Thanks so much, Danny. Uh, I, I really appreciate everybody taking the time to 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 view this podcast and and, and to take a look because we're all kind of in it right now. Um, I think everybody's been been very uh, busy this spring. I know we have been here, and uh, and and so for you to kind of take a look at this really means a lot to to us and everybody on the panel here. Um, but I want to focus on getting to the end. You know, that's the most important thing. We're all kind of counting down the days and and everything to get to the the end of the the spring season or whatever you want to call this crazy crossover season that we're in the middle of. But the first thing I want to talk about is focusing on the essentials, those day-to-day things that you know you have to get done and the best ways to get to those um, end goals. So trying to work, you know, in that old adage, smarter, not harder. Um, Cut down on some things that maybe aren't necessary in note packages, in, uh, in pre-releases, things like that, that, that tend to take up a lot of our time and a lot of the day-to-day efforts that we do uh, for the, whether you're doing four sports or eight sports or how many other sports you're doing. So maybe cut down on the things, trim it down to the absolute necessary items that you need to, to have in those so you can still do your job effectively and still get the information out that you need to do. Um, The other thing that we've found that works really well here is try to have some either no meeting days or to miss some meetings. I know we all get into times where we're meeting weekly or biweekly or whatever it might be. And a lot of times those meetings aren't getting a lot accomplished. Um, So I think it's very important to maybe cut back on some of those. Instead of weekly, go biweekly. Instead of biweekly, go monthly right now. Just until we can all get to a point in time where we have a little bit more time and a little bit more um, headspace <laughs> to where we can talk about these things and get them done. The other thing that has been uh, that I found has been very important is to make time, block out time for things that you know are going to happen on a weekly basis: graphics, upcoming, uh, you know, uh, game graphics, upcoming meet graphics, those types of things, and just take time to knock those out for the week. Although those have been changing a lot due to weather and COVID um, delays or reschedules and appointments and things like that, but if you can get those done at the beginning of the week, I think that tends to help a lot, or at least it has from our thing. And like always, communicate, communicate, communicate on these things. Uh, think, Think out, think ahead of time. If you know you've got something two weeks from now and you've got an extra 10 minutes, go ahead and work on that. I know we're also focused on what's right in front of us for this week or the next couple of days right now just to get through. But you still can't forget about some of those more long-term projects as well. Um, so I think those are some of the things that that have really helped myself and in talking with some of my colleagues here. But uh, I wanted to, to to pass it on to my colleagues here and see if they had any more suggestions on, on kind of wrapping up the season strong.
3: And it's just light at the end of the tunnel, man. It's just focusing on the goal, man. (laughs) I like the idea of of one thing at a time and and trying to prioritize. And that's something I've struggled with personally in the past is prioritize because I tend to do the things that I like the most first. And that might not be the right priority to get things done. But just trying to understand what's most important and set a schedule, that's helped me personally. And it's just even, even though it's still a struggle at times.
2: Akila, you're a little bit different with the conference office. So how's your perspective been?
1: Yeah, um, I've been at the conference office for uh, about a month now. So I still was in the uh, day-to-day SID grind uh, for most of the year. Um, I think what helped me was to, one, see the light at the end of the tunnel, but also to just find little moments that I'm looking forward to throughout the week that kind of energizes me. And I'm like, OK, once you get to this point, then you can take a little break or, oh, you get to see this person this weekend if you're traveling, you know, so make sure you do X, Y and Z beforehand so you have some time after a game or before a game to connect with somebody either, you know, virtually or at an outdoor cafe or something like that, just, so, you know, remain safe. So it's just been those little things that I'm like, OK, and then the, and the weeks end up going by a bit faster once you have other things to look forward to and not just like oh I got to get through this week I got eight games or nine games or whatever but it's like oh you you know what you have to do so it's just like finding those little moments to sneak something else into you know the 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 daily ritual that kind of gives you that extra um energy or that extra uplifting moment that you're like okay I'm gonna get through this so I can go do this I think that's what helps me
2: I think the one thing that our staff has tried to do is, is, is to your point, is to celebrate the, the little victories. The other day, you know, we we got through a, a tough weekend where we were down a couple people and 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 had to kind of, we had some rainouts and all kinds of things that were going on. And after the weekend was over, we all kind of took a big exhale, and I think we all felt better about it because of the work that we were able to accomplish. And it's hard to do right now with all those things, but I think if if nothing else, take the victories, have something to look forward to. And then when you do achieve those things, you're going to feel so much better about it. And I think that's, that's really important because uh, you know, the light is at the end of the tunnel. We're all getting there as quick as we can, but uh, I think we all want to uh, do, keep doing as, as best of a job as we humanly possibly can down the stretch here, because there's still a lot of championships to be won. There's a lot of awards to be won by our student athletes and coaches. So I think all of us are are in a point that we need the downtime and we're looking forward to it, but we still need to to finish strong and and do the best that we can for, for our coaches and student athletes.
0: You talked a little bit there, Mike. Um, And I know you talked about just regulating when your times were setting certain times aside. Do you end up putting these types of things on your calendar as well that your other department can see where you block off a time for, graphic design or you block it off for no meetings days. Do you put that out there or do you just kind of keep those things internal?
2: It's kind of a hybrid. I mean, I'm a big outlook guy. So everything that goes into my outlook calendar, you know, everybody in the department has access to that and can see if I've got a zoom meeting here at this time, or if I've got, you know, office time where I'm just working on certain things Um, it's, it's not necessarily so regimented to that, but definitely with the meetings and things like that, because I'm not in the office a lot right now. Um, and those times that I am in the office, that's usually what I'm doing. I, and I hate to be a shut door type guy, but sometimes I have to do that just because I need to get stuff done um, where I'm not being bothered or people are coming in and saying, hey and hi and things like that. But it's it's been, it's been a challenge for sure. And, and the need for that organization has been probably 10 times more than it would normally be So I don't forget anything and I don't forget because I'm doing, you know, I was doing four or five sports at once, basically, and everything that comes along with it. And when you're trying to do that, it's very easy to forget about, oh, man, I forgot about the pre-release for this sport or I forgot about the match graphic for this sport. Um, And then you find yourself, you know, scrambling at the last minute to try to get something knocked out at the detriment of trying to get some downtime or something else that might happen. So it's been, it's been a huge priority for me and, and I'm not the best with that. It's something that I've really had to work on this, this spring in particular to make sure that I'm getting on that. And that's hopefully something I can use moving forward.
0: Since you have been so busy, you mentioned that thing. Has it been harder or easier for you to delegate some of these types of things during this time?
2: Luckily for me, it's been, easier. Um, I've got a tremendous staff here, uh, very, very talented people that are willing to jump in. Um, but then there were just times too, where we had everybody busy on a given weekend, whether it was traveling with a, with a team or doing, you know, multiple events here at one time. Um, so I've, it's been a balancing act of trying not to give them too much because I know what they're dealing with as well with their own sports. Um, but at the same time, you know, if, if it's a graphic type thing, I have other people on my staff that are a little bit better at that than I am. So if I know they can knock it out and make it look look a lot nicer, quicker than I can, that that's where I'll say, Hey, can you help me out with this? And then maybe I help them out by doing their stats at their game the next time or something like that, you know, just to try to take something off their plate. And it's been a great give and take with everybody here. And and, I've, and that's the only way we've gotten through all this is a lot of people helping each other out and making sure that uh, everybody's getting some downtime and getting some time that they can really focus on their needs and the things they need to do.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. And you talk about the same idea of, like you said, everybody getting a little downtime. Um, I think that's going to be so important. We've all been coming off, like you said, a sprint for four months or something like that. We're actually gonna shift over to Shane right now, who's gonna to talk to us a little bit about how the need to recharge, taking a little time to recharge and how you maybe advocate for some of that time to just find that downtime to be able to reset before we come back into it next fall.
3: Thanks, Danny. Um, I don't know about you, but my internal schedule for recharging has been thrown off completely uh, this past year. Um, I've been in the business for 17 years and I had kind of gotten in a rhythm of when to take off, when to ask off, when to do that it just got all thrown in for a loop uh, this past year. Um, We went from an extended period of a relatively slow time to like the busiest period I've ever had in my entire career. And uh, so this is basically gonna go in like two parts. Um, uh, The first part being like uh, how to advocate for that time do you need up the ladder? Like if you're an assistant, how to advocate to the head SID or if you're a head SID, how to advocate it to your AD. And then part two is what to do if you get it. And then uh, so, I realize that advocating uh, for this downtime is gonna be different from department to department and even to AD to AD. Um, I've been very fortunate in my situation throughout my career to have supervisors who appreciate what I do and they have absolutely no problem whatsoever with uh, letting me take off when I need to. Um, I've heard stories about other departments where uh, people having to fill out timesheets and having ADs micromanage their day-to-day schedule and all that, that's not the case here at all. Um, In fact, uh, sometimes after a long weekend when we have lots of events, my my boss will say, "What are you doing here? You need to go home, like you, you know, you get here. So I, I I recognize and appreciate that that's not the case for everywhere, but it's it's nice to have that. Um, of course, I am, like I said, an assistant SID, and so my boss is an SIDA. He's very aware of the hours that I put in, and uh, he does a good job of advocating on my behalf up the ladder to the a d. And so that's nice to have. Um, but if you're looking for ways to to show your worth or whatever, um, Uh, we we had lists here of what to do. And one of them was uh, keep a running list of activities and tasks that you you have each day and something that you can produce to your supervisor to show them your different workloads. And the thing about that is don't only do that during crossover season, do it during the fall, do it during the summertime, uh, just so people know what you do. Um, I can't tell you how many friends of mine who do not work in college athletics, and you've probably all heard the same things. They'll say things like, do you have to go to work in the summer even? Do you even work in the summer? And I'm like, yes, I, I have a full-time job of work in the summer too. It's not like that. And, and here's what I do. It's, it's nice to be able to produce things like that. Um, uh, that was a perfect example of that was last summer uh, when things started to slow down. Of course, 2020 spring got cut short, and then we had the whole summer and then all that to prepare for nothing in the fall because all our fall, fall sports got pushed back. And so, we, we started making a list of all our activities and what we were doing to fill that downtime. And uh, so I was able to expand records and uh, things like that. And our video department just went off and produced all kinds of detailed history videos. And our, our supervisor categorized everything that we did and was given weekly reports to our AD. i like, this is what my department is doing. And it really justified no one getting laid off in our department that way. He kept up with number of hits, number of reaches, all that kind of stuff. And it was really an important thing to have. And again, I know every AD is different, but for the most parts, the places I've been at care a lot more about the work you do as opposed to the hours you put in. It's just a hard concept for people that that don't work nine to five or the people that do work nine to five to understand. Um, A neat little thing that I do as far as like promoting my hours is um, when you work an event late at night, my personal social media accounts, I'll tend to take videos or pictures of me of an empty stadium. We've all been there, an empty arena, empty. You're always the last to leave, you know? And just, so like, it's kind of like, go Lions or go team, another day, another day at it. That's what you're saying on your post. But what you're really saying is, hey, I'm the last one here, everyone look, you know? Like, it's important not to be negative and things like that, but you just want to kind of promote yourself without making it look like you grow yourself. And I just wanted to ask the group real quick if there's anything that anyone else ever does to promote themselves without making it look like you're promoting yourself. Just me, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think it, it's important, you know, to, to, like we talked about earlier to celebrate some of those victories, you know? So when you are doing a good job or, or you've, you know, you've worked hard to, to do X amount of player of the week nominations or things like that. And some of those things, I think it's okay to to shout that from the rooftops. I think it's, I think it's okay. Cause there's a lot of work that goes into into doing some of those types of things. And 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 I think people are are starting, or at least in in my, you know, in my experience, people are starting to really see, you know, how long of hours that are being put in by certain people within the athletic department, you know, because when everybody else goes home, we're still here for working two, three hours, maybe sometimes after a game's over. And I think it's okay to let people know that without being mean about it or 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 upset about it. I think it's okay to have a conversation with your ad or with your direct report and say hey you know it's great i'm glad everybody else is you know getting their time at home but hey i was still there for two hours after everybody else left i think it's okay for them to know that don't keep bringing it up but it's okay to bring it up a couple times just so they know that you're still there working hard and, and trying to get a job done even after maybe the lights are turned off
3: the second part was uh that I was going to mention is what to do when you get that time off or if, if, if it works out and everything. And it's actually something that I struggle with. And, um, uh, w- a lot of people want to try their best to stay away from the office. And I like, even I like my job. And I know a lot of people in this business like their job because that's why they do it. Cause it, it's not for the money, obviously, but, uh, just making yourself stay away and making yourself stay away, not just from your specific job, but from sports in general, like, um, a lot of people, including myself, if they get time off, they'll go work another tournament for someone else for some extra money on that. And so, yes, you're technically not at work, but you're still doing the grinding. You're still doing the job. So it's just trying to make yourself stay away is and, and just be away from sports. You know, I'm such a huge sports fan. And most of us are. That's why we took this job. But just staying away from sports sometimes, you know, like it, I just wonder, is there's things that other people do, like great outdoors or so people like to camp or hike or just get away and just get your mind off of sports and if it affects people in different ways, like you're watching a game and instead of enjoying the game, you're thinking dig 24, set 17, attack 24, you know, things like that. Uh, just to, just to get away and recharge your batteries. What are some of the things that other people do?
1: Um, one of the things that I like to do is visit family. I know we've had limitations because of COVID, but um, particularly when I was working at Tennessee, um, I had a sister that lived in Charlotte and she was working from home. And so and I was getting tested regularly. So I would go there whenever I had like the free time It was like a three and a half hour drive and she doesn't know anything about sports. So, and she doesn't understand what I do. So it it was kind of just a refresher. And it was just like, you know, a moment in the real world that's, you know, the outside, outside of the sports bubble. And that's always um, refreshing or having, I mean, I know everyone's tired of zoom, but I had like zoom birthday calls or parties. Um, or just FaceTime calls. And one of the things I've I've done a lot in my personal time, I just like blast music and I dance around my apartment and like alone with a glass of wine or something and just really just kick it um that's the only thing that has like really really kind of kept me charged up and it, it brings about some creative juices and it also helps you just like really relax everybody everything that i've read really promotes dancing a lot for all people so even if you can't dance you you, you should <laughs> so.
0: well shane you did a pretty good job of the transition for me right there i, I mean Akilah's already got me fired up and letting me know it's not bad to sing in the car when that when that right <laughs> song comes on or something. Can't hold back on that anymore. We want to actually hear from Akilah on some of these other ideas for other things you can do for your downtime, um, maybe even as that term goes, staycation, although you were going over to Charlotte to go visit your sister and everything like that. Just can we hear some other ones of... Kind of right along with that recharge type of idea of what you can do to just step away and, like you said, take some time for yourself. Take some other ones when those moments do present it to you.
1: Yeah, um, I was Googling things that people could do, especially people with families, and and I'm like very into free ideas because as you mentioned earlier Shane we don't make a lot of money but you know uh, I think being creative and being outdoors is a huge one especially in in the summer months when the weather is nicer and it's easier some people don't mind the cold weather I do but I do like to hike that's been a big one for me and um, in Knoxville when I was in Knoxville I would walk around I would just walk to campus and just start walking and just I'd be gone for like three hours and I got to see a lot of the city that So I'm a strong proponent of that. And I mean, people also recommend like just going to a spa or creating a spa day at home um, that is also really helpful, in getting some candles, which I'm a proponent of in in everyday life. So candles, some flowers. But one of the main things is all that I've been reading. It says that make sure your house is clean first. It's spick and span because it brings a whole different just um, energy to you. It makes it, it gives you time to relax instead of getting up. Oh, I need to clean. Oh, I need to wash clothes. Um, or oh, I need to do something because we're you know we're so used to you know fixing things and moving around. So the first thing, like before you even start your staycation, clean up your house, clean up the kitchen, clean up the bathrooms, clean everything, fold the clothes, and put up a, then put a fresh pair of sheets on your bed. So <laughs> so that actually helps you recharge. It, has, it helps you um, sleep better and relax. So when your house is clean, I want everybody to try it because it really makes a difference in the energy that you have and your ability to relax long-term. So that's a big one there. You can have movie nights with your family and they say project, uh, you know, project the movie uh, movie screen outside or do if you if you're into camping but can't get to a campground camp outside in your backyard. If if, you know if you're able to or maybe you have a local park, there's so many things that you can do, you know, right within your 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 um, location that can help bring um, about some recharge and relaxation to you. Um, if you like to read, I know a lot of SIDs like to read, but the only thing we usually are reading are uh, sports related content. So. Um, one of the suggestions, I would like walk to your library and just pick up a regular book and we need to support libraries too. Um, so that's also something I, I enjoy every city that I've lived in. And I've lived in like eight different cities. I think now I have a library card and I go there and find a book and it's just like that. It, it brings, it's that nostalgic feeling. And for ki- people that have kids, it's like here, this is what we used to do and how we used to get our information. So, I mean, and then the walk to and from there is really kind of just, a a nice um, recharge and reset. So those are just some of the brief things. Um, During the day, like if you're in the office, I highly recommend walking away from your desk for uh, five to 10 minutes. I would, I used to, especially when I worked on campus, I used to walk around probably for like 30 minutes, but then it gives you a a chance to also meet other people as well in your department or have good conversation that kind of make you laugh and re-energize you for the rest of the day. So that's not a staycation idea that's just a general idea but um yeah there's just so many things to do you just got to get super creative um, when you, you're doing a staycation if you have if you're near water going to walk by the water if you can swim going into the water um also helps nature has just been one of those things that is like highly highly recommended and i've had the fortunate pleasure of living by uh, in some pretty uh, good locations so to everybody's questions, y'all need more. I can send a, a list, a provide a list that I, I I look at. But my number one thing is to clean the house, put some music on, get outside, and do free things. Become like a tourist in your own city. That is one of the best ways to do it. And look at your um, the tourism board um. If, if you don't have any ideas or if you're new to a city, they have a lot of great museums and you know uh, uh, activities that you may not have known were uh, in your reach, so.
0: I, I think those were great ideas there, feel like you said, you so often have to wait for family to visit you or friends to visit you to do those things that are right around your city. But like you said, there's always so much around there and the tourism board always can help you with that. The, the one other thing that I think is always good when you're doing those two is Set times when there's, if you're going to do a staycation, something like that, set those laptop hours. There's no laptop hours when you're going to do it. If you're going on vacation or something, you could easily remove the Google Cloud or the email app from your phone and download that one back later on, you know, where it's not just so easy right at your fingers to do that one, just so that you can kind of disconnect a little bit more. Um, As you talked about, nice to just walk away from that desk because that usually means they can't get a hold of you for a little bit of time. That's always a good one. But As we talked about coming into this one, we really just want to encourage our membership. And like we said, we know it's been a tough time for everyone, but want to encourage you to think about your own physical and mental health during these times, especially this summer after being on a sprint for such an extended period of time to where we're usually used to. And make sure that everybody can be recharged coming back. Because like we said, especially here from the members of the advocacy committee, we are all here to hope that you guys can advocate for yourself, that we can continue to advocate on your behalf and really just continue to build this profession that I know we're all proud to work in and that we find a lot of joy in on the day-to-day ones, but make sure that we're set up the best way possible for next year and take the lessons we learned from this, from the weird 2020-21 year and that we can apply these to be better as we are all, as we all move forward with this job in the future, so. Um, if anybody has anything to add that maybe I forgot, feel free to speak up now.
1: I have something to add. Um, I know people typically wait for the summer to have their vacations. I do not believe in that. I mean, I think, you know, take a big vacation in the summer. But I think one of the things that I noticed about SIDs is that once we're in season, we are so in locked in on on our sport and serving others, which is very important. And and it's a a privilege to have, you know, have that role. But you've got to take care of yourself. I do not mind going on a vacation or mini staycation during the season so long as it doesn't interrupt my work and doesn't, you know, affect anybody else or in the office. Um, So if you can get away for a day or two or just work from home at one you know, have some flexibility in your days, um, I, I would highly recommend that. I think you need to set time to have some, you know, downtime during the week every week. I dance a lot in the evenings. I try to read regularly. Um I go for walks regularly. I think you just have to make it a consistent thing so you're not putting off your mental health and your physical health until the summer. You deserve and you need to, you know, relax throughout your, you know, throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, it, it it does not need to be contained to the summer months, although we've been conditioned to think that it is not a healthy lifestyle for people. And I think you get, you'll get more longevity out of your career and be better, you'll be better able to serve others when you're doing well yourself. So I really think everybody needs to Google what to do on a staycation and make sure you um carve out time regularly, weekly, monthly, to do that, even when you're in season. And I encourage supervisors to advocate for their um, subordinates to the coaches. Like, they are not going to be available. No, you don't need that. I know it's hard. I know the power of coaches. But, I mean, th- I think if the this year has taught us anything, it's an uh, overall team effort, and people need to be supported otherwise you you know you risk a lot of turnover.
0: I think there's a very wise words there. And like you said, once you hear them, it sounds so so smart, like you said, something that um, would be smart for everybody to do. I know it can be hard to do, but like you said, sometimes you just gotta take that, that step, that first one. So Akila, Mike, Shane, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for just spending a little time with us today um, on this Teachable Tuesday and we just appreciate everyone that listened and thank you once again for your time and good luck the rest of the year
1: thank you thank
0: Thank you all right i
3: thought i sounded